Welcome to Rachel Lawson's The Magician's Podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Out for Blood from the Magician series. The police have cleared her of the killing. She wanted to talk to the press, get her side of the story out said the reporter on the news. I knew the victim as a member of my club. Only, we were sort of friends, said the innocent woman. I don't want to offend the victim's family for their loss, said the lady in tears, not acting real tears. Why did you kill him? A reporter. I didn't. I was cleared by the police, said the crying woman. The jury is still out on that, said another reporter. I was cleared by the police, said Astrid Amani Gray, the vampire queen, starting to realise it was trial by media. She was now wishing she accepted help from her grandfather who knew the law as a lawyer and a coroner. Did you take the victim dancing at Rocky's? asked the reporter. I don't know. It was last year. May have, said the confused accused. Rocky's open this year, the news anchor said later. After the interview, which was much more like a group of sharks smelling blood in the water, it was more than apparent no one had bothered to inform the Queen what the allegations were, and no one did their homework, said the anchor. I must point out I am her grandfather, said Dr. Blake Alexander. He looked her age. Neither of them were human. Blake was not a vampire like her. He was an alien who didn't age beyond the age of 25. Blake was the host of the crime report on the King Network, a cable channel. I may not be Jenny on media, or the media show, Lake said. They were, they were shows which critiqued the media's behaviour. But I think Jane Cornwall and her channel didn't ask for the ask the Queen ask the Queen for her side of the story. And the reason Cornwall, I believe, did the expose was because she was close to the alleged victim, Blake said. Terry O'Connor is in her town to get feedback 
of the man and woman on the street. Hello, Kerry. Hello, Blake. I'm in Charing Cross. To the locals. Sarah O'Connor, holding the microphone, standing outside Rocky's club with a few people. I stopped these people to ask them what they think of the case, said O'Connor, who turned away to an old lady. What do you think about the case? asked O'Connor. I feel sorry for her. The reporters were so mean, said the old lady. The mic. O'Connor turned to a young goth. Teenage boy. Not sure what to make of the boy. What do you think of the case? Asked O'Connor. She was framed. She's a good person, really. He doesn't stalk people to kill. She drinks cow's blood, said the boy, who looked like Prince of Darkness or a vampire himself. Are you a vampire? Asked O'Connor. No, I'm an emo goth said the boy. There was a voiceover from Blake. He's her cousin, Prince Alexander Jr. My grandson, said Blake. Carrie, tell the boy he doesn't need to defend her. The police have quit the queen and the victim said not to proceed with the case against her. It was not her family who wanted to have her charge. It was her friend who went the document the press. And O'Connor, citing what Blake said. But she is innocent, said the boy. I know, recited O'Connor. The only one who knows who killed the victim is the killer, decided O'Connor. I will not let the killer get away with this. If I have to move heaven and earth to find them, the boy looked at the reporter strangely. I'm quoting, said O'Connor. All right then, said the boy. Later in an office in the afterlife, the Grim Reaper sat in a chair at a paper littered table, signing and reading papers. Another Reaper walked into the room. Hey, Dad, did you find anything new on the Astro front? The Reaper who entered the room said. The killer was a vampire, said the signing Reaper. Nothing new. Doesn't the victim know his killer, said the son? No, he doesn't. 
He only thinks he was wrong about Astra. He said she wasn't hunting him. He was paranoid, said the father. Any suspects, son? Someone who hates Astra. Or the victim, said the father. Well done, Captain Obvious. Did you think that up? Or did someone else? The son asked sarcastically. I know it's obvious, said the frustrated father. Those two never had a good relationship. I called you here for help, not my comments. But I should expect them from a serial killer. You are as bad as vampires. I have to clean up after you, said the father coldly. Dad, voice said. What is it, Junior? asked the reaper's son, turning to his son in winter darkness. I heard about the victim going to the police for a friend of his, said the prince of darkness. Yes, said the grandfather. It was Blake. Local corridor also. Who was the friend? Asked the prince. I'll look, said Blake, rummaging through the papers. I can't believe it, said Blake. What asked? His son, Lance Senior, was Jane Cornwall. Blake said, No wonder she did the expose, Lance Senior. Is she a vampire? asked Fritz. I will go and see. Coming, you two? asked Blake. How did you get in my locked dressing room? asked Jane Cornwall, saying free. Human men in her dressing room. Excuse me, said Blake, pulling a cloth out of thin air. And touched her head with it. Burns shouted the reporter. Yes, she's a vampire. Junior, why did you kill John Franklin, said Blake. What are you, asked the reporter. Coroner, said Blake, bowing his head slightly. How can you be here, asked Chang. That doesn't matter. What matters is why you killed your friend, and framed the Queen of Vampires. Blake said, I see you are fishing. I'll bite. I set up the Queen. That made the little fool think she was hunting him, and made him come to the police and say she was hunting him. He realised I tricked him, and cancelled the formal case against the Queen. 
I had to kill him. No one made anything of it. So I had to do the news article. There was a funeral. Police cleared her. So she came out to protect the rest of us vampires from the vengeance of man. And the press, to my surprise, saw her it's fair game. They are more bloodthirsty than vampires, said Jane. Uncle Simon, did you hear that? asked Blake. Uncle Simon? asked the confused Jane. Moments later, the room was full of policemen. Yes, Blake, said the, a policeman. How, where did they come from? Asked Jane. Well, they were there, I just enchanted you so you did not see them, said Blake. You? Are you a magician? Asked Jane. Obviously, said Blake. Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return. So, keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.